0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hot and Bravoed podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. We are here to talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and I, Eddie Estrada, not only have one, but two co-hosts this week, because we have a lot to talk about, and we have the full spectrum of Puppygate here in the studios today <laughs> on... Team LVP till the day he dies. In LVC <laughs> stand, ride or die, we have Armin.
1: Goodbye, Eddie!
0: You should be, hello, Eddie.
1: No, it's always, goodbye, <laughs> Eddie!
0: <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> In the middle ground, we have Camille Pereira. <laughs>
2: Pereira, just confused. <laughs>
0: just good, so we have Sincerely confused. Sincerely
2: confused.
0: And then on team everyone else, you have me. <laughs> Lisa
2: Camilla, is Camilla
1: is a centrist. And I'm a centrist. Camille's a centrist. Armin's, me and, and, Armin's right, right wing Lisa,
0: <laughs> and,
1: I'm, and I'm on the left. We're, Lisa we're, Vander Trump. We're the extremists. Lisa Ooh. Vander
0: Trump. We'll get into that. But before we get into that, we want to make sure you are following us and never miss a single recap, because we not only do Beverly Hills, we do New York, we do Vanderpump Rules, we do Summer House. We've got it all going on. Under the sun. Summer's (laughs) just around the corner, so make sure you guys hit that subscribe button so you never miss a single time that you can listen to us while you're chilling on the beach, (laughs) relaxing all cool, shooting some b-ball outside of the school. And that's because we're on SoundCloud, (laughs) Google Play Music, iTunes, and Spotify now. I'm loving
1: this seasonal marketing. (laughs) I'm so into it. Seasonal marketing. I'm just really excited for summer. And also, when the sun is blaring down on you, You usually want a hat. Am I right? Oh, is this a merch plug? Because we have merch, (laughs) y'all! You go to butterpop.com, you can get yourself a special, yeah, slash merch. You get yourself a special hat that protects you from the sun. And Um, from all the shade coming (laughs) all around because, bitch, you morally corrupt. (laughs) That's what the hat says. It says morally corrupt. Or if you just, like, really
2: love pasta yeah there's a, there's a hat that's
1: for you it says all about the pasta because <laughs> we don't agree with james kennedy we think it's all about the pasta not not about but we the also pasta. had some just regular pasta lovers yeah but if you love too.
2: pasta hey man this is the hat for that's you that's the word on the street <laughs> apparently
1: people have bought the hat not even knowing what vanderpump rules is
2: just wanting some they pasta, just love pasta. Just
1: some and <laughs> maybe you don't even like beverly hills you just happen to be listening to this podcast and you're like you know i love being morally corrupt Buy yourself a hat. And like Eddie said, summer's so, uh, around the corner. You're going to need a hat. Coachella's
0: next week. If you need to throw together an outfit, we got you. I don't know you. if
1: you'd get it in time, <laughs> but we get too. Into- oh, uh, we will get it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, two in, day in shipping. <laughs> oh, two day
0: shipping. Wow. Yeah. Fancy. That's how fast I can't say what something came to me because someone who listens to this podcast has something coming for their birthday. But. Uh, what? <laughs> Is it me? No, it's not you. Oh.
1: Your birthday's in six months. I know,
2: but I thought maybe like early. Whose God birthday is around
1: the corner? Did you forget?
2: Hmm. Jesus, she better. <laughs> it's Easter, right? And then his yeah. birthday. I don't know. No, I think that's when he <laughs> rose from the dead. It was oh, his second birth. So second his second birthday. coming.
1: Second birthday. Uh, Camilla needs to catch up on her theology. <laughs> not even catch up. It's already out there. You need to brush up.
2: Well, life happens.
1: Camille's more of a housewives historian. I'm a housewives historian. <laughs> not not I don't a know regular history. Yeah, you're not a bible historian. No.
0: Well, this week's episode will go down in the history books oh. for all housewives historians. I had to
2: I like I think I almost cried. No you did. I definitely did not fully cry.
1: You didn't fall on ball, but But
2: I did have tears in my eyes.
1: Tears were coming down your they face. They were not
2: coming down my face.
1: Oh, they
0: were. They were
2: close. This was really intense.
0: This was crazy intense. This
2: was so intense. And the buildup and
0: everything, just like all of this was a lot. Well, before we get to the end, we have to start at the beginning. (laughs) Oh, oh, do we now. so
1: deep. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> While we go nonlinear, let's start in the middle. Let's <laughs> yeah, go to the right. beginning. <laughs> and we'll then we'll stop, end we'll up the end. We'll jump
0: sometimes around. and go by topic, but I think we need to do chronological. <laughs> we're going chronological. Let's do chronological. We got that chronological. Let's
2: chronage. It's,
0: cr- it's crudge. Okay. We've got to start, guys. No, we got to start. we got to start. So... The episode. <laughs> we, let's let's begin at the cycle ride. Let's do it, and then we'll do like a little like pause because there was a couple other things that happened. We had they're kind of minor. We had Lisa Renna talking to Harry Hamlin. We had like Lisa mansion. Vanderpump watching C-SPAN. Uh, yes, which I loved. We'll get
1: into that. I, I actually I want a show called The Housewives Watch C-SPAN, and it's just them being like,
0: "What just Wait, happened? Did it, did it pass? Did it did pass?" pass?
1: I got to say, I d- wouldn't Neither have known I. either. I would
0: have been like, like, what? Wait, but they did say that they were going to table it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's on hold. No one <laughs> voted. There was no one in there. <laughs> you know, that not
1: all of us can be L Woods. Who
0: knows? <laughs> but we could
1: all use a little more C-span in our lives. But all of us can go to cycle house. Said so no one ever
0: yeah um, <laughs> which is i know i know personally lisa renna is a soul cycle freak so the fact they do these rides at cycle bar they probably get more of a refund from it and cycle bar probably more wants a refund not a refund return that's what i meant to say <laughs> not a refund but like also cycle house had their own show
1: Did it? Do you remember? Cycle House Rules?
0: No, it was called like, it was called like Hollywood Cycle or something like that. Interesting. But I feel like it was the West Hollywood location because that girl who's their instructor was on the show. Oh. Yeah, she was one of the main like, because it was about like front desk, the instructors, like everyone who worked at this. Interesting. Cycle studio. Interesting. But all the ladies show up at Cycle House for a charity ride for Vanderpump Dogs. And I guess... Teddy's been putting these on for a while. It's a co-branded between mm-hmm. All In with Teddy Mellencamp and <laughs> Vanderpump Dogs, two thriving brands. And They make a couple
1: thousand dollars, nothing yeah. much,
0: but every penny counts. But every penny counts. That was really bitchy of Lisa. That was the shadiest thing I could have. She could have said. I mean, I loved it. With these rides, you're only going to get a couple thousand dollars because. You're basically yeah. just selling. And
2: you'll have a limited amount of space in the yeah. room,
0: right? There's only so many machines. It's like one ride. They're obviously, you know, paying a greater price to be there. But you you can't sell more than you than you have seats for. Like, that yeah. place fills up. Don't and, make an excuse, okay? Teddy also, is not
1: raising enough money.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, n- let's see Doreen even try to raise a penny of that because she ain't got no money in her bank. But we ain't <laughs> calling that out. Blue? Bloop. <laughs> I said what I said. I said what I said. I'm very Camille Grammar in the sense that I do not trust Doreen. But <laughs> Oh, you have never trusted Doreen. <laughs> no, I have never.
1: I'm pretty sure you're the reason why she blocked Butter Pop. She did? Yeah.
2: You
0: blocked.
1: But we're not blo- we're not blocked at Hot and bravoed on Twitter and Instagram.
0: Until after this episode gets released. Well, I, w- I, was, I was dying because my friend
1: Ryan Card, not Ryan Alkire, mm-hmm. who's on Butter Pop. I know what tweet you're about to mention, and it's the best tweet I've ever seen. It was the Ooh, best tweet. One?
0: So Ryan tweeted, hey, everyone, what's happening on Twitter? Both LVP
1: and Kyle have blocked me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he knows Ryan Card shit. It's 100%. <laughs> he did that.
1: He has been that blocked by awesome. like every housewife, essentially.
2: He can get a little wild. I mm-hmm. love it. I live for
0: his style.
1: I want Ryan Card on this podcast one day.
0: Oh, he'll he come should. Back. He actually, speak of the devil, just texted me.
1: <gasps> You're kidding? Yeah, not even joking. Tell him to call in. Just his better. ears were he'll ringing.
0: Well, he called in once, way, way back when we started. I feel like. Yeah, he's been on. He's, he's been, been on a couple times. times. He's actually talked he about back in the buttered pop days. He's a Kim <laughs> stan, but that's probably why Kyle blocked him. But <laughs> I mean, I. Back to this. So yeah. Lisa doesn't even show up. Neither do any
2: of either of the Johns, and they both helped Teddy plan this. So this is the sign that like things are things, things are, are, are missed. Okay, yeah. but
1: to be fair, they did have to watch an episode of C-SPAN, which they can't. be fair, they can't
0: DVR. To be fair, Vanderpump Dogs is literally down the street. From this location. To be
1: fair, they didn't even know what they were watching, so they had to have their eyes glued to the television <laughs> because they still couldn't tell what they were watching and whether it passed or not.
2: To be fair, they could have just played it on the screen. I'm sure there was some kind of TV in the cycle studio and had it playing in the background. To
1: be fair, you needed the sound on so you could hear what was happening, and clearly in the cycle studio, you needed to have music playing because that's how you cycle. To be fair, it wouldn't
0: have mattered if the sound was on or off because <laughs> no one realized what that what was going on on that C-SPAN So let's get back to the brunch after the cycle bar. So after we see Lisa Renna clean off the cycle, they do their ride. We see Erica Jane in her full glory, keeping up with the ladies. Okay, wait,
1: but serious <laughs> note: Do y'all really think she shouldn't have been waiting to watch to see if her bill passed? That's like a big deal. No,
0: why didn't she
2: just?
1: Armin, let them the, call the, re- her? the reason this isn't going to work because for me—that's me? a huge moment. Armin, if you had a bill that was about to be passed in the United States Congress. Wouldn't you want to be watching to see if it passes or not?
0: This was TBD. Okay, by the way, she invited Kyle to come see that and she said, oh, you can come after the event, which means there was time prior yeah. to C SPAN to at least show up for five. She wasn't going to ride, let's be real. Lisa Vanderpump yeah. can't even walk down the street. <laughs> Like she could have shown over five minutes and been like, Oh, it's Lisa Vanderpump. I'm sure people were expecting that. Mm -hmm. And to not even have either of the Johns there as they plan this with her is another, just like, it's just Lisa showing. I do not care about you, Teddy. You're cut off. Even though this Mm -hmm. is going to benefit me. I'm not attached to you anymore, so I'm removing myself and the yeah. Vanderbilt brand in the only way I can, and that's by sending this random employee.
2: What did Teddy say at the very end? She was like, oh, yeah. I just want to thank all of my friends and family who came here because true friends show up
0: or something like that. I mean, that's true. <laughs> that I was mean, shady. Yes, I mean, Teddy. i really really the, bring the noise. Teddy this season and how she's like, I am, Teddy,
1: hear me roar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like, had a weird cough right there. It's
1: true. Uh, that wasn't that wasn't much of a roar. It was a roar. Um, I like. Okay, it. but real talk. No bits. I agree. Lisa could have yeah. shown up.
2: Hundred percent. She should have. Just it, show your face. It just it just you're starting a war. But she's pissed.
1: I know. She is absolutely pissed. But at that.
2: Teddy's pissed too. And Dorit's pissed too. Right.
1: And for as amazing as Teddy has been, her hands aren't completely clean either. No, we, we have talked about this. Teddy was down to put Dorit under the bus. She was conspiring. There is text evidence. But Mm -hmm. she backed out. And so did Lisa, seemingly. But I'm just saying, like, Teddy isn't a saint here.
0: No, I don't think Teddy's a saint. I don't think Dorit's a saint. I don't think Lisa's a saint. I think everyone's at fault. But that's we're not going to get into that yet because this is going to be the second half. We have other things to cover first because (laughs) if we start talking about... Lisa Vanderpump and Kyle and everything that goes down, we we're gonna get off track. So <laughs> let's get back to the brunch and talk about the conversation that happens at brunch. Yes, and that is essentially that all of the women come to terms with the fact. Besides Kyle, come to terms with the fact that Lisa Vanderpump has planted the story in Radar Online, condemning Dorit for sending the dog back. Mm-hmm. Now. They believe it's Lisa Vanderpump because of the language, in the in the article, and just her history of being a manipulative bitch. Well,
2: <laughs> also her history of telling the other ladies about how to interact with stories and how to interact with the press. Apparently, allegedly, Lisa Rinna said that she's taught her how to interact with the press. Later, when when Kyle and uh, Lisa have their confrontation. Um, she, Kyle brings up the fact that Lisa has always told her Mm -hmm. when, when you're dealing with stories, think about who it benefits. And so they're all kind of using these like context clues to figure out, okay, who does this benefit? What does it, who does it sound like? Why was this put out? Because honestly, not that many people knew about this, not enough at least to have this come out like naturally.
1: And if you remember, and they actually had a flashback to this, when Adrian calls out Lisa Mm -hmm. Vanderpump many, many years ago, what was it, season three, season two?
2: Season two reunion. It was season Season two
1: reunion. When Adrian calls out Lisa and says, Lisa, you sold stories to the press.
2: I have never sold a story in my life, and and I will not be accused of that.
1: And and remember, Lisa... goes out of her way to make this distinction. She says, Mm -hmm. are you saying that I took a payment and gave a story to the press? I want to take note of that because I believe that Lisa has given stories to the press, but she has never taken a payment. And that is why she she tried to distinguish that at the time.
0: Yeah. And that's a very clear distinction that a lot of people have made online mm-hmm. is that she keeps reiterating the fact that she's never sold a story. Mm-hmm. And when Raider Online did come back and made their statement, they also said that they've never been, they've never bought a story or have been sold a
1: story from Lisa. I, I thought Lisa. Raider Online was a little more specific and they actually said Lisa has never been a source. No, I don't think, I don't. Really? I, I think.
0: Think they said solderbot. Okay. I could be, I could be wrong. You okay. could, but also I don't believe a thing that Raider Online is putting <laughs> right. out. Right, we can't believe that publication. Let's just be real; they're shady as they come. They don't have a lot It's of freaking of Raider Online. Right. Used, when I worked for Patty, we used to like get articles written about her all the time, and we'd be like, "This is just BS because it's Raider Online."
2: Well, okay. So here's another thing that I want to bring up that they do mention at the brunch or lunch, or whatever it was. It was a brunch. Brunch, okay, thank you.
1: Um, <laughs> another important distinction. Another very important distinction. Very important.
2: So, I guess the same day, then Lisa goes and does that TMZ interview, which is honestly one of the weirdest things I've ever watched, where she just, like, stands out in front of the Vanderpump dogs and looks very concerned, and it's just like, this is what happened, everything's fine, like, we're not in a fight, blah, blah, blah. That's weird. That reminds me of Phaedra in season nine calling the press conference when they had the three <laughs> photographers taking pictures of her as she exits the elevator.
1: Like okay, but except TMZ so is TMZ, and those dudes were literally paid by Phaedra <laughs> to be hanging out in her office. They, she had the quote-unquote press just waiting for her in her office. <laughs> snapping photos from like the equivalent of like I don't know a D-rated Nikon I don't even know just like crummy little I mean regardless the press was was there there. the
2: press was there well this was like uh, you know TMC is is TMC.
1: they follow the Housewives they post about the Housewives all the time of
0: course but let's also not act like Harvey isn't working with celebrities to manipulate narratives you
1: think Lisa's working with Harvey this who isn't working
0: with Harvey (laughs)
2: This just looked weird because like if you've seen the video, she's like she comes outside of the Vanderpump dogs and she talks to them. And it looks like she was approached by them and that she like, you know, agreed to do this like impromptu kind of statement. And it just it's such weird timing. And I think that that's what everyone is. It's mentioning. literally
0: right after the story. comes Yeah, out.
2: it's mm-hmm. right after. It's yeah, that's not weird timing. <laughs> well, no, I know. TMZ but it's would like,
1: pursue her because of the story. You I, see? I mean,
2: but I don't think that I don't
0: think that TMZ. We're gonna get her. into
1: timing later. Okay, I'll I think it, the timing of the story is more strange, and we'll get into that.
0: But what I also think is really strange, and I think this is something that the women bring up. Dorit brings up actually is that Lisa's never apologized to yeah. Dorit and has never even spoken or even to Dorit. calling her, yeah,
2: or even trying to get in touch with her.
0: But she's talking to TMZ, yeah. So that well, TMZ approaches you, you talk to TMZ. But still, but even after TMZ, if it's your friend, you're you would be like, "Hey, TMZ called. This is what I said to them. I just want to let you know. All's good between us. There ain't no bad blood. Ain't no bad bones in this <laughs> in this doggy house."
2: Also, don't act like, you know, these ladies have never denied an interview with TMZ. Like, you cannot talk to TMZ if you don't want to. Of course. So, you know, I just don't I don't know if that's like it an seems, argument.
0: It seems odd and disingenuine because when Dorit reveals that Lisa actually never reached out to her, that was kind of the big ticker for me where Lisa is more concerned. And I, we're going to talk about this later, but Lisa is more concerned about the image that's coming forward than the, what's actually going on behind the scenes.
2: Yeah. It's weird. And every, even at this point in the brunch, Kyle is still trying to defend Lisa, but she's put in this position where the, you know, the, the events are unfolding and it's becoming harder and harder to defend Lisa because it really looks like, you know, based on all this information that maybe something is is amiss and that Lisa's behind it.
1: But to play devil's advocate... Hit us. If you were truly caring about your perception, wouldn't you make the call to Doree? It's super easy. You can clear your name with her. Unless you don't think there is any bad blood. You see the story and it's whatever because you know you didn't plant it. So why make a phone call? You guys are saying, why didn't she call and apologize? What if there's nothing to apologize for? Just playing devil's advocate.
2: Not not apologize for the story, but apologize for all of the stuff that's been going on. Because still, they're not really in on good terms at this point.
1: Okay, let's say it's not about the apology, but... If the story comes out and you didn't release it, you can see why that person wouldn't feel the need to make the phone call, right? Maybe. If you did release it, I feel like then you would want to make the call to cover your basis.
0: Oh, I 100% would have called. That's, that's why I'm like, she's either off her game or she really does not care.
2: I... I mean, ugh, this is why it's so difficult. Let's
0: move to a quick little thing, and then let's
2: move to the actual yeah. meat of the episode. Let's talk about Lisa Rinna and Harry Hamlin and what Harry Hamlin, how he describes this whole story.
0: Yeah, so why don't you... I mean, I, the main thing I retained from this was Lisa <laughs> Vander Trump. Like, I will never, ever ignore this, but the, she says Lisa Vander Trump because of what Harry describes Lisa doing or what the situation might be. Do you want to jump into
1: that? So basically, this is what Harry Hamlin says. He says, the creator of propaganda creates division so they could come in and take over. Mm. Now, I thought someone made a very interesting comment on one of the Bravo Facebook groups I'm a part of. (laughs) I forget who it was, so I can't give credit, but they did make the point that the person who has been able to come in from the outside and take over is Teddy Mellencamp. If, if If you are taking Harry Hamlin's perspective as gospel then this fits teddy mellencamp Mm -hmm. more than anyone lisa was cool with everybody teddy came into the season with bad blood with erica i mean they kind of left off at the reunion as like we're okay but still they didn't really like each other bad blood with Doree. teddy wasn't actually in a good place with anyone except for lisa and then she comes in This whole thing starts, and you'd have to say, Teddy was a part of igniting it, because, you know, they could have found a way to table it. I'm I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad she didn't, because this is the drama of the season. And she has been able to now come in and take over.
0: I mean... That does make sense, but it also does make sense in the sense of Lisa Vanderpump because if you actually think about the end of last season, she was not on the best terms with Dorit. She was not on the best terms with Kyle. There was kind of an icing out and she was feeling like her throne was slipping, which is how she's. I think she's felt because Erica's come in as kind of this top dog. Lisa Renan and her are really not that close. So yeah, she was chill with all the ladies, but in Beverly Hills standards, she was kind of on the outs as well. Yeah. And I think she thought this was kind of an easy way to get back in because what is it? Everyone loves dogs. She has a dog thing. Like she's got this whole image already made and she could kind of be the victim of like, Oh my gosh, this person I thought was my friend completely betrayed me. And I think she was kind of like, you know what, Teddy, you're kind of on the outs too as well. That's why I'm going to bring you in and I'm going to let you be a part of this. Cause if we both come into this together and we both can come out as heroes, we'll be the, you know, we'll be good. But I think so it does work for Teddy, but I also think it works for Lisa, which it is does why work I think, for Lisa too, yeah. Which is why I think Lisa brought in Teddy. But I think Teddy realized, yo, this is not how I want to play this game anymore. This is not a good I mean role model for my children. This is not a good role model mm-hmm. for the person I want to be.
2: It was bad for business. Yeah, it's
0: it's bad for everything. <laughs> Here's bad the bad one being thing accountability okay. I'm just holding try... herself accountable.
2: Yeah. I'm trying to see both sides because I feel so conflicted. I would say 100% that both of you are right but I also think that because of Lisa's history with having like a sidekick, having like a minion and then kind of you know using them to right. to kind of do kind of plant things and manipulate the story in the way that she wants. She did it with Brandy, she did it with um, Camille at one point, like she does this, and it and it works and it doesn't at the same time. Like it works and it has worked, but then people end up calling them out. Lisa Van or Lisa Rinna, um, you know,
1: all this stuff is like With the Munchausens. Yeah, like yeah.
2: she does have a history of this, and so in that respect, she plays the puppeteer role exactly. And so in that respect, I feel like okay, I can see Lisa Rinna or Lisa Vanderpump doing this, but then on the same. Paige, I feel like you're kind of right with the whole, with that whole quote. Like, I don't know. Let's, let's get into the main thing. I mean, I've told
1: you my theory. I think what happened was, um, Lisa was trying to double cross Teddy Mm -hmm. and her whole plan was to get like Teddy to go after Dorit and then she would protect Dorit and look like the good guy. And then Teddy was like, wait, I don't want to end up like being the villain, so she ex- she tried to expose Lisa for you know being a double agent, and that's why I kind of think it's funny that, that this is my point in all of this is that Teddy keeps on trying to take the moral high ground. Like I just thought it wasn't right, I, you know, and I was set up. And it's like, yeah, okay, you were set up because Lisa was setting you up to become the villain. So you decided not to mm-hmm. try to take down Dorit anymore. So you don't have a lot of moral high ground to stand on. That's my only point. Yeah, no. She's I, not wrong about LVP, but like I just don't get like her as the good guy either. Yeah.
0: No, she did something wrong, Doree did something wrong, and Lisa did something wrong. It's just that Lisa... It's is, just how they're dealing with it's it. It's just how each yeah. of them are dealing with it in regards to everyone else.
2: I think we're going to get more, yeah, let's even get more deep, into, before into this. We,
0: before we get deep into this, did you guys see Lisa Rena's blog this week? Oh, dear. These blogs have been great, by the way. If you guys aren't following... I
2: need to just read all of them I in read one Kyle's. fell swoop.
0: I didn't read Kyle's. I only read Lisa Serena's which it says... <laughs> which is like
2: the only one you want to
0: read anyway. Pic- <laughs> it's the only one I care about. It says, a picture is worth a thousand words... And then she just posted a photo, (laughs) which is the Radar Online article, exclusive, stabbed in the back, Lisa extra hurt by longtime friend over abandoned dog. Then it's Lisa, a photo of her in her uh, tagline saying, you can stab me in the back, but whilst you're there, kiss my ass. Basically just alluding that this is Lisa because she said stabbed in the back, which I think is hilarious because it's such a stretch. But I I think it's Lisa Rinna poking fun at, That idea of the whole situation more than her being serious. Right,
1: the language of the article. Yeah, the language of the article. She's just like, she's doing a play on that. Yeah. 100%. But I loved it. I'm actually glad you brought that up because, um, well, you'll hear my theory later. (laughs) Okay. So let's let's talk about the
2: It's a quiet morning at Villa Rosa. The swans are out. The puppies are out. Lisa's wearing sneakers for the first time in her life. And for the first time. <laughs> I don't know. I just made that up. Um, Kyle comes over, pretty much ready to confront Lisa. To me, first impression, when Lisa greets Kyle at the door, she seems so giddy and so genuinely not expecting what's about to come. I don't think she knew what was going to happen. I think that she felt like it was going to be a totally normal you know, regular filming session, they were going to gab, it was going to be fine, it was going to be super light, whatever. She seemed so giddy, like so happy. Um, I don't know. She really did. She just seemed, she looked really happy. Almost like, unusually happy. Did she have
1: some like rosé ready for Kyle? Yeah, rosé ready. She was
2: smiling. She was like bouncing around. Like Kyle obviously is very uncomfortable. Lisa has no idea what is about to come. And that already to me made me so uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, I was like, we know what's about to happen. And Lisa Lisa looked so carefree and like She's so carefree. She was just ready for her and Kyle, her only friend left, Mm -hmm. to have a nice little session, have some rose talk. She was like showing her parts of the house. Yeah, she was like, I'm so excited that four zero one passed and blah blah blah. And then Kyle
2: kind of goes like, Okay, so let's talk about like what the ladies have been
0: feeling. This is what's going on. Everyone thinks hurt.
1: LVP planted the story, Mm
0: -hmm. which which honestly, as a friend, I would want. If all the rest of the bitches were talking about me, I'd want my friend to come and be like, you know what, this is this is what's going on, and if my friend believed them, I would be like, I wouldn't be that upset. I mean, I would. You wouldn't be upset. I would be. I would be hurt for sure. But But I'd be like, said,
1: I think you planted a story against one of our other friends. Mm-hmm. You would not be upset. I would,
0: I would be upset, but I would be like, okay, but why do you think this? And I think Lisa doesn't really, Lisa instantly becomes defensive.
2: Okay. She does. But I think that knowing what we know of Lisa, I have never seen her this uncomposed in a fight. This seemed to me like one of the most genuine moments from Lisa Vanderpump. Um, just genuine
1: We've like seen her get called out for shit. Yeah,
2: she's gotten called and she out, stays and she's composed. Calm, full collected. She's fine. She knows what to expect, or she knows what to say. She knows how to address everyone. This was like so offensive to her. She was shocked. She was thrown for a loop that Kyle, her good friend of twelve years, is now coming uh, and accusing her of something that she doesn't believe is. And to me, it didn't seem denied. like
1: a "you expose me and now I'm thrown for yeah. a loop" moment. It seemed like a, this is so not the truth. And I have to like vigorously defend myself moment. But that's just me. And I have my theory, which I will wait to (sighs) unveil.
0: Well, I mean, I think the most real moment of this entire fight was when Lisa swears on her children and then goes, no, no, I swear on Jiggy. Like she also adds Jiggy in there. Like that is more than her children.
1: Also, the thing that really sets her off, in my opinion, is when. She's like, why would you think this? Blah, blah, blah. And Kyle goes, I think you care more about your image than Mm -hmm. your friends. And that's what really makes her blow up. But where's the lie? (laughs) But you said you wouldn't be mad at your friend if they called you out. Well, what if your friend told you, Eddie, I think you don't even care about your friends. You only care about yourself. Well, you know what? what?
0: Sometimes a bitch needs to be called out to make a change. (laughs) And you know what? I'm open to constructive criticism. Sometimes I am a little narcissistic bitch that cares about my image more than my friends. And you know what? My friends are like, yo, wake up, ho. Time to get in the real (laughs) world. In the moment,
2: though, would you really not be upset? upset?
0: Oh, no. I'd probably be like, you're an an asshole. Exactly. Okay. So
2: that's like, so so when I see this, to me, it's like, okay, she's pissed because she feels so betrayed and so offended. And in this moment, I do think that she. Went a little uh got a little over emotional. And I understand that. That's probably how I would have reacted.
1: Yeah. Do you think Lisa gave the story to Radar Online?
2: I don't. You've been in think the middle so. this
1: whole time.
2: I don't think you so. You don't think she did? I don't think so, but I also don't know because And this is the Occam's razor, Kyle's right? Having. Sometimes it's like, uh, I don't know. Like it it does make sense. Who benefits from this? From that story being out, besides her or a producer, so I don't think or Ken
1: or Ooh. yeah, but
2: she says she it, she doesn't know anyone who did it. She did say that. Although I do think that Ken like is getting off very easy,
0: and I don't think that it's fair. We'll
1: talk uh, about Ken. Eddie, do you think she gave the story?
0: A hundred percent. I think you so. think she gave it. I think she. Had someone it. given? Okay, <laughs> I think she had someone given, it and I think it was Ken. And I think part of it is Ken was so ready with that TMZ article;
1: it was sh- suspicious. It was definitely sis. Well, you know, what you it's need edited. To type in is yeah. Lisa
0: Vanderpump TMZ.
1: Like the, the, the amount of time that Kyle was there wasn't like three minutes. But also,
0: yeah. but all, I mean, also the fact I get. Ken is ride and die for his bitch, even though he, we know some things that I'm not going to say on the podcast. <laughs> but it, if you read the blogs and you're on the Reddits, so you've already the read blogs. all these things. Hey, Camilla,
1: you, you know this. You know, this. you know this. Um, even
0: yeah. though he l- loves, he stands by his woman. Hey, um, he can still love her. He can still love her, true. He can still love her. Well, even though he stands by his woman, uh, I think he is way too aggressive. I think he is way too defensive. And I think someone brought up a really good point online, which was, if Mauricio did this and acted like this to LVP, everyone would be attacking Kyle. Everyone would be upset at Kyle. Everyone would be like, Kyle, you need to control your man. The LVP stands are like, oh, this is so great. Ken's sticking up for his woman. Ken is always there. Ken is a fucking, I never curse on this. He is a disgusting pig. He's vile and i think he is so rude and so disrespectful to so many of these women on the cast when he puts his finger in Kyle's face when he's talking to her and she kind of has to step lean back because he's getting that close
1: that was wrong that is I so agree.
0: wrong on so many
1: levels i think two things can be true one he shouldn't have put his finger in her face yeah because that was that was too close for comfort he shouldn't have raised his voice either the way he did, although I will always live for goodbye, Kyle! I mean, yeah, so that's iconic. That. Yeah. Thank you. But the other thing that could be true is that it is dope that someone stands up for their significant right. other. Now, the way he did it was not perfectly executed and right. he went too far. So I think, couldn't both things be true? I think
2: like, I think both can be true. I also think we have to remember that it's not just Lisa and Kyle who are friends. Kyle and Ken were friends. Like, they've been in each other's lives for a very long time. I feel like he probably felt like, he, I'm not trying he to, felt trait, right? I, don't, I don't want to defend what he did because I just don't think that it, that's, like, an appropriate way to speak to anybody, regardless if it's a woman or a 100%. man or whatever. I don't think you should be getting up in people's face like that if you, unless you want to like elicit a reaction, you know? Um, And I don't think that he should have done that. I do think that it's different because they've known each other for so long. So he probably felt like a different sense of comfortability and he felt like he could be more in there. And also probably he felt really betrayed. I don't think he should have done that. It's, it reminded me a lot of like when he had that argument with Yolanda yeah, um, and that was really fucked up. I don't think he's like a bad person for doing that. I think that he did something wrong. And again, I keep being like, I just, I just can't see Lisa being the perpetrator of this entirely. I feel like maybe she's stuck in this position where a producer leaked this and it just happens to look like Lisa or, or somebody else on the cast leaked it trying to make it look like Lisa. But then I also am like, am I just inventing things because I want to... You no, want Lisa to be... I want Lisa to be innocent. Lisa, yeah.
1: Can I unveil my theory now? Yeah, unveil. let's
0: let's end with your theory because we can talk about this for I hours. Know. And no one knows the I thought we were going <laughs> for we two more hours. It.
1: No, uh-huh. we don't have...
0: Bitch, I ain't got time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll keep it short. My theory is that Lisa Rinna leaked the story. And this is a lot of people's... This oh, people a lot think of, this. this.
0: You're not the only one. I've seen this online, but give us your reasoning why.
1: Well, uh, Lisa has been propagating the th- the idea that LVP has given the story the most. She's been, like, very overzealous about it, in my opinion. She has also, this season, done a lot of Lisa Vanderpump impersonations. A little more than, uh, th- you know, the typical season. And, like, not that that should mean anything, but some part of me feels like Lisa Rinna's running this subversive-as-fuck game and she knows it and, like... That that kind of like crawls out every now and again. It reveals itself, and like a part of it to me is like when she like starts imitating Lisa every now and again, and then she's the one who's who's like pinpointing. This really sounds like Lisa's voice. Like this is this this really reads like LVP. And when 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 I look at her pointing out that it reads like LVP, when I look at her saying that Lisa Vanderpump told me exactly how to plan a story. All right, Rinna knows how to plant a story. She's talking in LVP's voice. She can imitate her. She knows, she knows her vernacular. And we know Rinna has been wanting to take down LVP, especially after LVP's taunt last season. And one more element to this. I do not believe it's Lisa Vanderpump. To me, it is literally impossible for her to be Lisa Vanderpump because she would have to be the absolute dumbest person on earth to leak this story to Radar Online as she is already on the hot seat with everyone, as she's at Camille Grammer's birthday and everyone's calling her out, saying, like, you're setting shit up, Um, you're a fraud, blah, blah, blah. And then the next day, you're gonna go to Radar Online? Like, you'd have to be tone-deaf as fuck. And I just don't think Lisa is that dumb. I don't believe it. Now, like I said earlier in the pod, I do believe she has given stories before. But in the other times, weren't they, wasn't it more ambiguous? Like, Huh, did Lisa give it or not? Because she's not stupid. Normally, when she does it, it's going to be like kind of up in the air. Oh, I don't know if she really did it this time. As um, Kyle said, it's quote so blatant. She said that you're telling me LVP is going to do something so blatant. I mean, the my argument. <laughs> I argu- refuse to believe okay. LVP's that stupid.
0: I'll say my thing to Lisa response to Lisa Rinna in a minute in a second. But I think in regards to LVP, were you saying? it it's literally impossible. I truly think that she leaked the story. Either it was leaked before or she this was really her Hail Mary pass, thinking if we can pin down Dorit and make Dorit look like the person and then I come out with Team Z and I'm like, no, 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 we're still okay. She really thinks she can still come out of this being the hero. And I think that's I think that's where her fault lies is that she really truly believes she's untouchable. And she's learning a hard reality right now. That even the greatest fall.
2: But here's the thing: why i I think that Lisa Vanderpump can be manipulative. I think that Lisa Vanderpump knows how to like stage a scene. I think that that moment where she's like, "I don't want to talk about this," in the very first episode was totally fake. I think maybe right. when she fainted at Dancing with the Stars, the same. I don't think that she would bring her kids' lives, her dog's life, if that, if this was true. I think that that's the swear
0: on my kid's life. Like that,
2: you don't need to do that. I just, I can't even, I can't even imagine her going that far. And this all, like I said, everything else, I feel like she does some, some two-bit acting. Like it's not great, and you can tell that she's faking it. This did not seem fake or acted or disingenuous. I thought that this was completely raw and real. And this, like, I can't see her being this emotional about something and saying and defending herself as much as she did to the extent that she did, if she really had something to do with it.
1: That's a good point. She either took acting lessons or this shit was real.
0: (laughs) Or she was so desperate because she knew it was going to make her look so bad and she was so stressed that she kind of just threw everything out on the table. Because honestly, if I was so caught in a lie and I was called out on TV out of the blue, surprised like that by my friend... I would lie the hell out of it just as the last kind of like, no, I'm on camera. No, this is not true. This is not what I said. This is not anything. Because I know it's either now, it's do or die.
2: Well, here's the thing. She saw how welcome everyone else was when Teddy admitted fault. Why wouldn't she just do the same? If she's backed into a corner, they clearly gave Teddy a full pass. A full pass. Like, they were all on her side. They were like, whatever. You did whatever. Here's a text. Okay, fine. But- Why wouldn't she just do that?
0: Because she cares more about her image than her friends. She cares more about what the public thinks about her than what her friends think about her. And I think that's what really stung. And What I think if that's- it
2: ever got out that she swore on her kids' and dogs' life? H- how bad for her image would that be? That's my image only her- thing. It's like, but- that's such a strong thing. To, to say, I mean, we're not going to, we're not, we're gonna not, we're not going to solve, we're not, not going to sol- solve this today. <laughs>
0: Goodbye, Kyle. Goodbye, Eddie. I, mean, I, I think, I think the clear distinction that Kyle also made when she was talking to Lisa was, it came from your camp. And I think mm-hmm. that's, I think that's Lisa's workaround is that she didn't leak the story, but someone close to her did and she didn't stop it. And I think that's, I think that's where she the fault is. Though,
1: she said that it wasn't me or anybody that I know. Yeah,
0: she said that anybody that I know.
1: Well, she doesn't know and I'm putting air
0: quotes, uh, the blizzard boy, but clearly she's BFFs <laughs> with him, uh, and has been for years. But I'm going to say in regards to Lisa Rinna, cause I never commented on your Lisa Rinna theory. I'm going to say what she said in response to that same theory. And it's something I would say, let's be real. The only story I would leak is one about myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I think with that, we're going to end it. We're going to put a pin in this because we're going to obviously see more next episode, we're never going to come to the conclusion until the reunion. I feel like my parents
2: got divorced again.
0: This is this is like always really hard. intense. And you know <laughs> we we always we all, me and Armin are always on different sides and usually you take Armin's side and I get it. I'm in the. I'm fully in the middle. I don't know what to. It put didn't in. sound like that toward the end. I'm well, Team Lisa Serena until I, Rinna just till I don't die. No, it's I okay. Know. You're the Kyle of the group. It's fine. I'm the We've Kyle got of the group. Lisa Vander Trump on the right. We've got Lisa Rinna, <laughs> <laughs> Lefty Lisa, on the left.
2: Lefty Lisa
0: with Harry Hamlin, <laughs> America's hero, Hero uh, Hamlin. But if you guys want to see us still discuss Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and everything that's going to happen the rest of the season, including LVP's departure from filming with <laughs> the rest of the cast. <laughs> Make sure you guys are subscribed on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. If you want to hear me talk about how I'm pro-Vanderpump, the anti-LVP, on Twitter or Instagram, you can follow me by searching at Eddie underscore Estrada.
1: Eddie's the real centrist.
0: <laughs> and where can everyone find you? Uh, you can find me at CashMilly on Instagram.
1: You can follow me at Armin Mahram on Twitter and Instagram.
0: And like I said before, at Eddie underscore strata, we will see you guys next time.